Hi, I'm Simon. Hi, I'm Erica. And this is Drunk Logic. Just another podcast. We're uh, trying something different today. We are trying to maximize on time and give you quality content by recording whilst I drive to the Cardiff City game. It's a Wednesday night, Cardiff are playing Hull. And we are going to give it a go logistically whether it's good enough quality over my car phone. It is legal. I'm not breaking any rules. It's all good. Yes, that's good. That's good. We don't want to condone, um, you know, rule breaking or violating the, um, what is it, code? Driving Green cross code? code. Or that? Sure. <laughs> sure. I don't drive over here. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's like the highway code. Yeah, highway code. That's what it's called. The green cross code. I got to double check what that is. That is definitely something. I never heard of it, but also I don't drive over here. So I think green cross code is more like about crossing roads. Like as a child, like lollipop, you know, like you zebra crossings, lollipop people okay. look and listen. So, However, so you're on the, oh. the listen thing is very difficult with electric cars. Sorry. Electric cars are very quiet, annoyingly quiet. Yeah, some have artificial homes, don't they? They sort of have uh, deterrents of people sort of walking out. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the advent of the electric car, which is silent, and noise-canceling headphones go hand in hand. No, I mean, I have to say that a lot of times, like in the morning when we talk, I go for a walk, and I have my noise-canceling headphones on, um and i'm walking down sort of like country lanes and like sometimes like it doesn't even like occur to me to turn around and see if anybody's like behind me because surely why would anyone be driving on this road at eight o'clock in the morning and more often than not there is somebody who's very patiently waiting for me to get the fuck out of the way because i had no idea they were coming (laughs) yeah imagine i was an electric car Woo. I know, because these tend to be like farm vehicles, but I think that they, they know me now because I'm always walking in the morning. And so they give me a, they give you me a nice little, they get horses as well. Yeah, I, you know, you really shouldn't say it like that. I'm not interfering with anyone's horses. I go and visit the horses in this particular field and they come up to me and they lick my jacket and I give them a little head scratch, a little a little nose rub, and then I go on my merry way. There is no interference going on. I mean, I think that is textbook interference myself, but what do I know? I'm not a judge. <laughs> you know nothing about interfering with horses. <laughs> no, no. You, you, if you bring a fox into the equation, I'm all over it, but a horse, that's not my jurisdiction. Yeah, no, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so yeah, so yeah. you are you are driving to see to Cardiff uh, to go see the game, mm-hmm. and it's I would quite be... difficult being a. I was about to say I feel like an away fan on these sort of long jaunts of of an evening kickoff because um, I work in Bristol and it is an ache in my in the in the depth of my stomach and groin to have to drive to Cardiff through rush hour because traffic's back to normal now and yeah get there for a quarter to eight kickoff so I've got my um, sandwich snacks and like lunch you know 
I'm a bit like a car sale, you know, like a, like a sales rep traveling up and down the country. Yeah. Um, like on these Tuesday night games, I've got like, you know, the food, got my drink. I've got an apparatus in case I need the toilet. It's all good. Oh, well, it's all good. Well, it's funny that you, it's funny that you bring that up, you know, how you're very well prepared um, because anytime you're driving yeah. for a week, for a weekday driving, uh, a weekday game, it always reminds me of, uh, of an incident that happened not too long ago uh, when you were driving what? to Cardiff. You got stuck in traffic, Simon. We were on the phone and you, you were a stuck in traffic. traffic. It was a lot of traffic and you had had a little bit too much to drink. And it is, you know, it, you know, I like have, I have, I have a whole, I have a whole litany of favorite Simon memories, but this is definitely in the top five, because um, it was just fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, do you want to sort of take over the story from here? Do you want to say the line that you're talking about, and then I can tell the context of how that that came about? <laughs> So the line that <laughs> the line that was that was exclaimed was wrong angle, wrong angle. Yeah. So the story. And, I goes, mean, you, you put two and two together. We kind of know where this story is going, but I I love to hear it. I fucking love to hear it. So yeah. please share. Please share. Share I, your shame. Share your love, shame with our listeners, please. I love sharing it too. So I was driving um, <laughs> probably about a year and a bit ago, maybe a bit longer, to Cardiff. And I made the mistake of t- drinking a lot of like water and like Pepsi, I think, before leaving, thinking I'd be there in enough time. And I got stuck in loads of traffic. It was like really abysmal traffic. I think I ended up being late for the game. But I, I, th- I don't think I even got past the junction of where I'd come off to go home. Like it was like, <laughs> queued up, like yeah, past Newport. And um, I had this sudden urge to go to the toilet <laughs> for a wee. And I am there, like thank you for thank you for utmost, thank you for specifying it was a wee. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, so I'm, I'm I am I am like doing my utmost to try and keep it in. But <laughs> anyone who knows me. I have the bladder of a small child and it's really difficult. And I try exercising and trying to stretch it. It's not working. So I, on that day, I think I pre-prepared my lunch. I had my usual falafel wrap. I had like a, a Tupperware container of like fruit, like fruit <laughs> yeah. salad. And I'm like, I need to go. And I don't think, I think I had, a, I don't think I had an apparatus to go into. And I'm driving in traffic, a bit, you know, stop and start. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go in my Tupperware container where my fruit salad was for a wee whilst driving and you know what could go wrong like I don't think I had a bottle or anything with me because I drank it before getting in the car and binned it Um, I had nothing obvious now the car I used to have as well was quite a low car and like I felt like when you're sitting down like you're kind of in this sort of tucked angle like sort of stooped when you're driving you know so anyway (laughs) I'm trying to pee in this like little like probably three inch by five inch Tupperware container oh, and I put like a sandwich bag underneath it for any spillage or anything and like okay it's all going well you know the hardest thing was actually unzipping and trying to like gain access to the area so I, I'm, I'm weighing into this <laughs> thing and what happened was is the angle was all wrong very very wrong and me me exclaiming wrong angle was basically the line I was saying as the urine from the Tupperware container let fell out of it onto the seat and over my lap 
Um, so I, 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 Erica is in hysterics, of course. I'm like, I haven't technically wet myself, but I've got wet on myself. Um, I then like call my dad, who I'm meeting at the game, and I'm like, Dad, don't ask any questions, but I need you to bring a pair of Nathan's joggers and a pair what? of underwear. So, what, what, what do you mean? I'm like, you can't ask any questions because that's the real but. I just need you to, to, to just Nathan was living at home at the time, or at least had some washing there. I was like, I need a pair of underwear, I need a pair of joggers. Stat. I'll see you when I see you. Still loads of traffic. And then um, so I drove to the game. I had my heated seat on trying to dry myself out. Oh, uh, that I sounds had, disgusting. You know, yeah, and I got to the game, and dad's like, to be fair to him, he didn't ask any questions. He gave me these pants and gave me these things. So I'm changing the back of my car. I've got a pair of like hip hop joggers on now going to the football game. And um, that, that's my tale. That um, if you're going to drive, guys, and you need a wee, have the appropriate apparatus. Otherwise, water might end up on your lap and around the bottom area. So <laughs> it was just love. so funny hearing this just as it happened I mean it was just like uh, it was like watching like a million shooting stars at once like it must be like when people go and see the northern lights like the first time they see them like that must be what this I mean that's what it must they must feel the same way that I felt just sort of having experienced this moment with you <laughs> just listening first of all we're like brainstorming like you and I are brainstorming like figure trying to figure out like what you can pee into and like how you can do it. And then just the absolute chaos that ensued. It was just, <laughs> it was just so funny. And just like, you know, you hear it happening and you just like, oh, I wish I was there to see. I wish I could have seen you just covered in piss, in your piss covered shame. <laughs> and then your poor well, dad. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, for fuck's sake. Egg, so, yeah, he is. He is a good egg. I, like I said, I had a sandwich bag, like, and I had like a container. I thought, what could go wrong? And everything went wrong. Every yeah, well, that, factor in my experience. I mean, we really did, you know, we really did brainstorm about this, and it did seem like we had a foolproof plan, but we didn't. We did not. We did not. Okay. So, 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 okay. So you're on your way. You're on your way to Cardiff. And um, yeah. you don't have to pee. But if you did need to pee, you're ready. You've got a bottle there, which is good. Yeah. Um, now, you are, now, you're from, um, you know, you're from Panarth. Can we say that? Mean Streets. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, so, yeah. And so, when did you sort of, when did you start going to Cardiff City Games? <laughs> So I was a little late bloomer to get into football. Um, I remember as a kid, I went to a couple of Division Three games with my mate Gary. There used to be this sort of um, deal in the Echo, you know, like kids' vouchers, like you cut them out of the Echo and you could go along. So I think Gary's dad took me and him. And we won like 4-1 against Oxford and Leo Fortune West scored, I think. And, but again, it didn't really captivate me. And then... Um, when I was about sort of 10, 11, 12 age, I had a mate called Matt and his dad used to be a referee and we're still in with the referees and used to get like complimentary tickets to the uh, Wales games. Mm. So I started going to see Wales games. 
And at the sort of same sort of time, Cardiff had a couple of players like Danny Gabadon, Robert Earnshaw. And I think Cardiff had just beaten Leeds in the FA Cup. And Leeds were like ah, top of the premiership or yeah. at least top couple of teams. We were like, I want to say division three, maybe definitely division two. And we beat them, you know, and, and it was like a really moment, moment, momentous game. Um, I think the rules got changed at the end because our owner at the time, Sam Amam, walked around the pitch, like getting all the fans heated up. But I think Rio Ferdinand wrote in his book, like he played in like some of the like amazing atmospheres, like in Istanbul and stuff. But he goes the most like, like the scariest place to go and play was Cardiff City in Indian Park on that night. Apparently it was like electric. And I watched it on television and we, um, it was Graham Kavanagh scored a free kick and Scott Young scored. We won two one, and then around that time, sort of going to see Wales as well. Like Gabon got called up, James Collins. You had Robert Earnshaw, and it was just this all this perfect storm of like Cardiff being semi successful, them doing well for Wales. But I think I didn't really see many Cardiff games then, and my dad wasn't really in, into football. Um, he used to be a Leeds fan when they used to be like top of the Prem all those years ago in the seventies. But then sort of fell out of love of football. And I think me getting into it and like asking for the, the the echo to read, and then he got into it. And then I think we just sort of, I think I, I think I pulled my dad up into liking it. And then by proxy, my brothers. And I think it's awesome. We all sort of mutually bonded over to the point me and dad have got season tickets now. And that's all we talk about. So, but um, your yeah, first game was something like Card of Oxford. And then I think, I can't remember what my first like Card of City game with my dad was, but yeah. That's really nice that that's something that, you know, that, that you and your dad, that you and your dad can share like that. Um, but also that he took yeah. an interest in, that he took an interest in your interest. I think that's really sweet. So yeah, it's cool. And like, and like it's gone on to become his interest now. Like he goes to games without me and yeah, my brothers are interested. I mean, you know, my kid brother, Nathan, um, tonight as well, he's going and you know, the three of us are going to go. And when Reese is available too, we tried to try and go my other brother. So yeah, it's cool. I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's just a real like nice experience and you know, see Cardiff in the Prem together. Me and dad was fun. And, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all very good. So where are you on the road? I am, I'm not very good with road names. No, so no, that, I, you, I, no. you know, I just honestly, like I just said that. And it's like anytime, you know, Simon is driving and I'm like, oh, where are you? Whereabouts are you? He never bloody knows road. where he is. He drives the same, he drives the same way every day. He just doesn't know roads. No, are you on the no, are you on are, are you on the M4? I don't think I am. <laughs> you don't even know. No, I'm on the M48. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. So are you meeting um are you just meet, are you meeting your dad and your brother at the stadium? Well, yeah, I mean I am I am making good time. Um it's 7:45 kickoff and I don't know whether I'm going to go my mum and dad's first my mum has this sort of not rule but kind of like assumption that if we let her know we're anywhere within about a six mile radius she will use the phrase i'll just pop in even if i'm going within that six miles and i i've got nothing to do like you know i'm, I'm maybe going to cardiff or going shopping oh when you pop in and it's like well no it, 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 it's quite far to get there so you know, I think my mum was like, I'll just pop in and actually I'll probably be there for five minutes. So um, I think I'm going to meet them um, 
where we park our car. I don't want to advertise that too much because I don't yeah, have park in the car it's, there. It's, 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 a pretty, it's a pretty sweet space. So basically, the, um, so basically you're just going to disappoint your poor mother who just wants to see you. And, uh, so on the weekend, I let her buy me Chinese food. It was all good. <laughs> what an honor. What an honor. Well, it's funny because I, I, I've been hearing about um, this new, new Chinese restaurant that's opened up, or Chinese takeaway opened up near my parents and they was taken over from an old one. How amazing it is. And my dad says, some of the items are 40 pence cheaper than you know, the other ones in Panar. And I'm like, wow. And my dad's a sort of bloke who like, expects pints to be like one pound fifty still and anything over two pounds is expensive you know and you know he's old school like that so you know a couple of quid on like some um some prawn crackers or whatever is, is a big deal so he's telling me about like this chinese and how it's amazing and you know one by one i hear that nathan's had some and oh that's cool and then you know reese had some the other day and i'm like cool okay and then we were going over i didn't expect it but i was very uh, excited to, to find out that mum was also treating us to Chinese in the interest of fairness and it was fucking fantastic loved it yeah good I mean obviously good value for money yeah I mean I mean it was good I mean I didn't really know how much mum mum paid which was fantastic wasn't it well, again wasn't expected and we just all had like a mix of food that we all went to town on got my big plate out and it was amazing amazing <laughs> I did that um I mean, I was going to, I think you know this, but like my parents' obsession with Cumbran. Yeah. <laughs> now, bear in mind, my parents live in Penarth, which is on the doorstep of, of Cardiff, which, which, which I think is a pretty great shopping place, you know. But there's a place in uh, just the other side of Newport called Cumbran. And it's just like this sort of place that sort of sprang up in the 60s and 70s. And it's kind of got this sort of shopping centre, but it's kind of a modern sort of pre-saint. You know, it's not really a, like a village or a town centre. It's kind of like, it just feels a bit like, well, it's a bit shit, really. And yeah, it's just, it's, like, it's, know, just it's just much shit. Money there. It's just shit. So, but on like more than one occasion, my mum has made the travel and the, up from Penarth to Cumbran to go shopping. And like, I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, 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 come around. And she, she, she's not like rude about it, but she's not like glowing. She goes and it's cool. But like, in, I, I start becoming my mum then. I'm like, well, mum, come brands like within six miles of our house. Why aren't you popping in? Like, and and she, oh, we're too busy. And I'm like, ah, yeah, she don't want to see place. you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's, he's going to make me buy Chinese again. <laughs> <laughs> But mum did give oh. me some of um so the week before we were supposed to go over and um there was uh my mum makes stir fry. Um and my mum's stir oh, fry yes. is basically like chicken, bacon, sausage, just meats, all the meats cut up with Chinese five spice, marinated, and then basically she puts a few noodles with it. And that's kind of it. Like there is very little in terms of traditional <laughs> um stir fry to it. But um, we all, um, my kids had bad tummies the other weeks so we didn't go over. So my mum froze me a couple of portions and I had some the other night. Um, defrosted on my defrosting um, plate. Um, awesome. And had it all heated up and it was amazing. I had it in a wrap. It was amazing. Oh, that sounds good. Now I will say that you know, Simon is a real fan of this meat feast stir fry, like big fan. And so like, if I know like, 
that he's going to be going to his parents' house. Like, I will try and suss out, like, from his brothers. Like, is the meat, is the meat feast stir fry on offer? Can you talk to your mom, please? And sort it out. Sort it out for Simon. They never do. They never do. They're just like, you know, Erica, shut the fuck up. But I do try. I do try to get yeah. them to, like, you know, persuade your mom to, like, you know, put together that, that little meat feast stir fry for you. The stir fry is the best. Everything else is just not quite as good. Yeah, it's just like you know, if that's that's that that's her that's her star meal. You know, we're, we are trying to yeah. get list people to listen to the podcast. You know, including your parents. You know, so yeah. it's like you I know, mean, be nice, be fucking cool. I am cool. You know, a lot of respect for mum and a meat free stir fry. You know, it's it's fantastic. Oh no, I no no, I know I know you love it. You go on and on about it. Another thing I'm going to tell you, my brother Nathan is a chef who has cooked mm. for me like never. He once helped me make a birthday cake and that was fucking it. I tell you, like, I did go to his restaurant once and he did seem to be cooking. But again, he could have just been shaking the pan. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, He's I never said like that... outside of work cooked for me. Well, maybe because cooking is his job, he doesn't want to do it. See, but I've seen the photos that he posts on Instagram. And I think that, you know, I think, I think he can cook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think, I think I'm a, a bit like when people come into work, like, oh, I made this cake the other day. And I'm like, I don't care. Unless the cake is in here and we're all tasting it. That was a oh, fucking yeah. wasted anecdote. That's fair. I mean, I mean, we could do, we could do a podcast field trip uh, to Nathan's restaurant and like, yeah. you know, like get, like have like a can you know, have, have a camera, like sort of like, you know, a secret camera trying to like, go behind the scenes and see him in action and they could prove yeah. once and for all that you know he is the fucking chef i mean I, I joking aside i know he's a chef but it just disappoints me he doesn't bring nice things home for me to eat well you lived one you live too fucking far away two you're probably not very nice to him and uh why the fuck would he want to whoa not very nice to him. you can tell you, you can tell your best friends with him now we're taking sides of him <laughs> No, I'm always Team Simon. I'm always Team Simon. But just the very entitled oh, way that you shit. were no, the way the very entitled way that you were just speaking, I wouldn't fucking cook for you either. Just I'm kidding. Title. I, I cook would. for him. Well, I'm the hostess for the most. Yeah, yeah you are, okay. and you and you, I, you are you are a very good cook. I will give you that. I yeah, I do I do like it when you when you uh, bring that cooking magic over to my house, so I don't have to do it. Yeah. Um, it is much and appreciated. we can't slag Nathan off too much. Nathan is like, you know, top well, three podcast fans. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, uh, yeah. you know, you don't, you don't know like my ranking of uh, of you and your brothers. So I'm not going to slag him off. I got to keep. Yeah. I got to keep you. On, I got to keep you on your toes. Mm. Yeah. You know, you may not. You may not be my favorite Brinkworth brother. I've started to feel that way, so it wouldn't be a yeah. surprise. <laughs> I've seen what else is on offer. I'm like, hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. perhaps yeah. I'm more interested in a younger model. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what? It's funny because I, I think you'll end up being like the lady from Indiana Jones, where like she chooses the wrong cup and just dies. So, yeah. <laughs> you have chosen poorly. Poorly. <laughs> and on that and on that note on that weird note i think that we can wrap up this in the car episode of drunk logic where 
where admittedly there was no alcohol consumed uh, because that would definitely be illegal. And I am not yeah. in the mood for, you know, for bailing, um, you know, Simon out of jail. So, so yeah, so that's been this episode. Thank you for joining us on one of our regular um, sort of car conversations, commute conversations. Um, I hope that Simon makes the rest of the journey to Cardiff City Stadium without pissing himself. But we will see. We will see. Oh, one question. I think this would be quite fun to bring a sports element to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Predictions. What are we thinking tonight? I think, I think Cardiff are going to win. I think Cardiff are going to win. I think, I'm going to say 1-0. Nice. I think it's going to be 2-1, and I think Cardiff will win as well. All right. Go Cardiff. So, so yes. Thank you. And uh, we'll catch you. you we'll too. catch you next time. Bye. Bye.